This is Joy 99.7 FM. I would like to have your attention for a funeral announcement. Funeral arrangements for the late Mrs. Evelyn Frederick Aquino, Auntie Frida. Funeral Mass, 19th of January 2024, at 11 a.m. at the Osu Ebenezer Presbyterian Church. Interment at Gethsemane Memorial Gardens, Shiashi. That will be private. Dress code black. Final funeral rites will be at the Accra International Conference Center. Thanksgiving service on Sunday, the 21st of January 2024 at 9.30 a.m. at Osu Ebenezer Presbyterian Church. Dress code, black and white. Celebration of life. Refreshment at the Accra International Conference Center. All friends and sympathizers are cordially invited. The funeral arrangements for the late lawyer Rex Ewo Bruce, formerly of the Attorney General's Office, Gihok and State Enterprise Commission Secretariat, who passed on on the 30th of December 2023, are as follows. Burial service, Thursday, 18th January 2024, at the Cathedral Church of the Most Holy Trinity, High Street, Accra, from 9.30 a.m. Interment will be private. This will be followed by a reception at the forecourt of the Cathedral Church of the Most Holy Trinity. There will be a Thanksgiving service on Sunday, the 21st of January 2024, at the Cathedral Church of the Most Holy Trinity from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. The late lawyer Rex Ebo Bruce was the father of Gustav A. Bruce and Wilma Bruce Appenting. All friends and sympathizers are cordially invited. End of the announcements. Super Hits Radio. Radio. Joy 99.7. Well, it's the second seven. working day of the week, but it's uh, one, two, three, four, a couple of days in the ongoing Africa Cup of Nations. You're welcome to AFCON today, which is live on your superstation Joy 99.7 FM here on Joy News and Joy Prime as well. And we'd like to say a very big welcome to all of our friends who are joining us from different places around the world as we bring you the analysis and the backstories from the ongoing Africa Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire. Well, today we'll be focusing on the defending champions, Senegal, because they've started on a blistering note. There's a young man who's 20 and is called Lamine Kamara. He has recorded the first brace of the tournament, but there's a story to him as well. Is he going to be uh, the big discovery from here? Well, there are others who probably we disagree because they see other bigger talents around. Well, uh, all of these will be uh, the subject of analysis here. Also, later today, we'll be taking a look at the Black Stars and the Kudus Equation. Is the Ghana star man available and ready to play on first day? We'll be taking a look at that as well. Added to all of that, we'll be uh, throwing the focus on Burkina Faso and the like in Mali, who are all going to be in action later this afternoon. Uh, the action is all here on AFCON today. My name is Nathaniel Atto. I'm ably backed by the rest of the Joy Sports team. And of course, here with me today are the man coach, Kweju uh, Ejay Jima, uh, better known as Passionate Man, and also uh, the newest kid on the block. That's the uh, description you have to give him. Uh, uh, Achu Tamaklo. There's a, there's a poster in town uh, and in your spaces which has him, you know, doing a punch into the air. But, you know, you look at his figure and you're realizing he could function well as a, 
as a super bantamweight boxer. We'll talk about that later on. But welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us on Joy Prime, on Joy News, and on Joy 99.7 FM. For all of our listeners on Joy 99.7 FM, do remember that between now and the end of the Africa Cup of Nations tournament, uh, Ignition will take a rest, and the business news around this time will also take a rest. What will be taking your time will be the super expert analysis that will be coming on the back of those wonderful goals that are scored, uh, those controversial, you know, uh, VAR moments, and also uh, the big moments in the stand and the backstories as well. So welcome to the show. We'll get down to the conversations on Kudus, on uh, Senegal and Lamin Kamara, and everyone else we're expecting this afternoon in a few moments. This is the show. It's Afcon today. You stay with us. Keep the frequency clear. Are you looking for a residential football academy for your boys between the ages of 10 and 17 years where the boys will study in school and at the same time develop his football talent of becoming a professional footballer? Legal Hills Sports Academy offers a state-of-the-art secured hostel facility situated at Adingano, East Legon Aqua with a dedicated caterer equipped with swimming pool, DSTV and comfortable student beds. Players of Legon Hills Sports Academy are led by UEFA Lansing's B and Cap Lance's A head coach. For more inquiries and information, call or send a WhatsApp message to Legon Hills Sports Academy on 024-86-12622 or email us at dkday at yahoo.com. Keep the frequency clear. 99.7. I love this station. The biggest game on the continent. That's so true. Wow. It has a working tortoise like this. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S. That is so true, my daughter. But it's father, it is follow. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Momo say, Momo say, my hino, and ya noon, a tassia bose, a fisonia media, a traffic twenty twenty three, about twenty twenty four more as from Jim, and I'm senti national president, near Zekati for that a glow international, no, to suffer Ghana Nibia, the battle demand power to the rededicating Ghana unto God, dabbed on Yami Bakun Asi, team Ghana, with God we will gain the victory, and we will trample down our enemies, Psalm sixty verse twelve, Yadi. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be a man in 
and looking forward to the conversations well take it easy relax and uh, whether it's in your seat or you're listening and uh, watching from a device well you're welcome. thank you for staying with us uh, on joy 99.7 fm on join you on joy prime all right gentlemen good to see you again and uh, let's begin with Ghanaian interest the kudu subject is still on and the good refreshing news is that he is likely uh, to feature he is fit he's done a full training session with the black stars let me begin with you, uh, Achu. Um, from what you know of how these things go, yeah. are you satisfied in this information that is coming out, or you still have your, your doubts? It is good to have a very good player available for the Black Stars in a situation like this. But given the context of Kudus Mohamed, I wonder if it would be a wise decision to even play him at all. Mm. He would perhaps be a wild card that you would want to keep or an element of surprise that you want to throw in when you really need it because I suspect there is a significant possibility of an aggravation here. And for me, the problems we have go deeper than are far beyond Kudus Mohammed. He's a fantastic talent. He significantly changes the dynamics as far as the match winning are concerned. But there are structural issues. And the question I asked myself when I listened to Henry on um, PM Express was looking back to that performance against Cape Verde, which of those structural issues does Kudu solve? So perhaps he converts that Yeboah chance that he missed. He, he perhaps takes away some of the pressure away from the center forward. But in terms of the build-up, in terms of... So Denis Odoi said something that for me was quite instructive. He said there were too many gaps between the lines. And if you look at the golf, the space between the midfield and then the front two that were pressing and then the wide players that were supporting them, it was criminal. It's, it, what we did on Sunday didn't look coached. And so there are deeper issues that I think Chris Hutton has got to take, to take charge of because at this moment, the Black Stars look badly coached. And I fear having Kudus Mohamed may not be enough on and Thursday. And that, that also attracted a very, very you know, very, very unfortunate scene at the, at the team's hotel with the, the fan who uh, wanted to assault coach Chris Hutton. Very, very uh, shameful act. Well, no, very quite unfortunate. Mm. But um, we have to look back to the game because in the end, you know, fans are going to be fans. And they love the game of football. So as long as the team loses, obviously, you're going to have uh, these moments happen in the game. But back to the game again, you know, I just think... Tactically, we got it wrong, you know, because that two holding we played in that game, because, you know, football is always variation of tactics, you know, and for me, I just think that the way he shuffled the pack in that particular game wasn't necessary. You know, he should have started Inaki Williams, should have played the Nyamas, you know, should have played our best 11, and for me, that should have been it, because it's the first game of the tournament, 
We needed that three points for, you know, confidently play. Even without Kudus, I just think Ghana should have been Cape Verde. Now, check the lines, yeah? We, you know, how we received the ball in between the lines. It was very, very appalling. You know, we couldn't even break the lines. We hardly struggled to keep the ball for two minutes or a minute and a half. So how then do you create chances? How then do you distribute and, you know, an open play? You, it's very difficult to really go through the lines when there's nobody to receive the ball in between the lines. And I just thought, in, in other words, like I've always said about Jordan, Jordan, for me, when you play him wide, you know, he's a big disservice because he doesn't actually cross enough. So for me, if you want to go with him in attack, he should be... Besides, also, Pencil was doing well, but then there wasn't no target man. It took Semenyo to come wide to cross the ball that got that Shamiru goal that was disallowed. So that should tell you that we were struggling to break in between the lines or any player to receive the ball in between the lines. That was going to be our strength. Like I said the other day, the goals of the Black Stars are going to come from the midfield. That's our strongest side of our game. But however, we need to open up play so that we'll be able to create more chances. And so you'd agree with Achu uh, in bringing in a Kudus, for instance, uh, at a certain point in the game and not necessarily making him uh, you know, play the full 90 minutes because of the risk element? I just think the risk element is so high because, mm. you know, this is hamstring, you know. Hamstring takes you averagely about six weeks to two months to fully, fully recover. So I just think at this moment, you know, we need Kudus. Is he going to take injections? Is he going to take pills to play for the Black Stars? At some point, he should definitely come on because, you know, Egypt is going to be another game. We have to understand that. We have to play or parade our best side, especially with this particular team and our approach, you know, in this first leg. And I just think that that two holding midfield we played. Look, Egypt will normally play a 4 3 3, no matter how much they set up. If they go with 4 4 2, they will attack 4 3 3. That's how the Egyptians play. So I wouldn't get it if the manager plays two holding midfielders. I wouldn't get it because that would be unnecessary. So we have to be, you know, evaluate our tactics against Egypt. So Kudus in that game at some point, 20 minutes, half an hour, won't be bad. That can create some magic for the team. Oh, that must be very, very tough for the player indeed. Um, I'm very sure that at this time, he also was very, very willing to play for the Black Stars and also uh, put his name there in the record books, just like uh, Lamine Kamara, who we'll be talking about later on. Yeah, he will. But the curious situation is that he came into camp with a physio from West Ham, oh. whose instructions, I believe, from Eastland will be make sure everything they do is by the book. If, he, if there is a 5% chance of aggravating that injury, don't risk it. And the reality is this. He is not there to serve Ghana's interest. He's there to protect the assets of West Ham United. That is Mohamed Kudus. And so 